Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? This is Horribly Good Guys. I am your host, Paul. Uh, that's Face. Well, that's where Face is supposed to be, but Face didn't show up today. So we're going to do this show solo dolo today. We're not doing Facebook Live because I ain't got time to try to run this and the Facebook Live and deal with all of that. And also, uh, you know, so we just going to... Um, so if you missed it on Facebook Live and you wonder why it wasn't on Facebook Live uh, yesterday, then that's why. Because, yeah, I ain't have time. We're getting, getting a late start. So we just going to um, kick this thing off, man. Uh, theme song, here. Yeah, man. Um, so for those of y'all who don't know, uh, if you, you know, I guess you're watching this on whatever platform you're on or listening to it on whatever platform you're on. Um, we actually, when we first started the show, we had this really dope theme song. Shout out to Tristan um, who recorded it for us. And then when we switched formats a little bit, we recorded a remix or a second version of the theme song, but we can't play it on YouTube. So for a while we was doing both. You, you would hear, uh, if you listen to the pod, you would hear the um, remix, but if you watch it on YouTube, you would just hear the YouTube version. So uh, I went ahead and squashed squash that. So right now, man, it's just, um, yeah, that's the theme song. Shout out to Tristan. He made both of them, so that's a good look, man. Um, face is on. Boy, what up, Face? Oh, his mic is off. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that all day. That is not going to be the running joke for the day. Um, hopefully he's all right. I'm going to say this out in the open. Hope Face is okay. Hope um, he's not uh, out in these streets being a hot dot or nothing like that. Shout out. Oh, shout out to Sonia because that's what normally Face would do. He would say shout out to Sonia. So shout out to Sonia. I don't know if I can give another man's wife a shout out, but that just happened. So um, we're going to get into it. Uh, had an amazing weekend this weekend. Kind of some ups and downs, but it still was an amazing weekend. For those of y'all uh, who live in the San Antonio um, metro area, uh, you know that I host um, a monthly live music event called the Lions Den. Um, that's every, I think it's every third, uh, every third Sunday. Uh, so I do that, and then also we do a. Um, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, so we do that. That was this weekend. Um, also this weekend, uh, my partner EJ, who passed. A few weeks back, they just held his funeral this weekend. So Saturday was his services. 
I did not go. I don't do funerals. Um, I tell people all the time I, I don't do that negative, sad energy, so I chose to not do the funeral. Um, I did let my people that I'm close to, my people that I rock with who rock with him, I did tell them up front, I was like, yo, I don't do funerals, so I'm not coming, but you know I'm there in spirit. If you need me in any other capacity, let me know. And they was like, yo, bet. Um, so I didn't go to the funeral. Um, Saturday, I uh, kind of just chilled, uh, got a haircut, that kind of shit, because uh, I had a show Sunday. And then Sunday was Lions Den. Uh, Lions Den was really dope. For those of y'all who have been in San Antonio, who know the vibe in San Antonio, it is a live music uh, event. It is, they have built it as luxury live music. And if I'm being honest, that's what it is. It is high-end live music. A lot of these acts aren't acts that um, you will see on a... Uh, Locally, that is very rarely local acts. No, it's never local acts headlining. It's usually um, acts from other places headlining. Uh, last night, uh, the f headliner was Clinton Vapors. If you don't know who Clinton Vapors is, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Look up Clinton Vapors, B A B E R S, the second. I think he's listed as Clinton Vapors, the second um, on most uh, streaming uh, DSPs, digital streaming platforms. Uh, amazing artist. He uh, was the headliner. Also, a uh, lady named McKenzie uh, was supposed to perform, but she came in contact with somebody with COVID, and so McKenzie didn't show, unfortunately, and so we had to, um, you know, COVID protocols. She ended up not showing, and then, uh, but we had the house band Top Shelf. They are amazing dope, and who else? Uh, oh, MC Squared, they're a uh, hip-hop band. They're a whole band, a uh, hip-hop band, MC Squared and The Soul. Um, they were dope. So it was a good, all in all, good night. Um, if I had to good, bad, and ugly the event, I would say the great was the overall show. The overall show was great, um, top to bottom. Um, MC Squared and The Soul, they kicked things off. It really wasn't their vibe, but I still think they did well. Um, for what they were doing, the uh, um, the vibe wasn't really a, a hip hop vibe, but they were able to kind of weave in a little bit. So I think they did okay. Uh, top Shelf, of course, is Top Shelf, one of the best uh, live bands, hands down, uh, ever anywhere. Uh, and I'd stand on that. I think live band wise, they are they are really dope. Uh, and then Clinton. So the great was the show. Uh, the bad. What was the bad? Um, uh, bad, well, there were little technical issues that, that so we didn't start on time. Oh, shout E flat as well. I don't want to uh, E flat the the um the DJ also added to the show, dope as hell. Uh, so the bad then would just be technical issues. Ugly, the ugly is the same ugly as always. Power Factor has the ugly. Like this is the ugly, and I don't even know how to address it any other way. Them niggas don't know how to do seating, and as part of the team. It is what it is, man. Shit. I'm, I'm glad the show was good because folks was mad about their seats. So shout out to the show being good because we couldn't do shit else. Um, I think they oversold the venue or at least there weren't enough chairs for the people. Uh, so there was people standing who bought seats. There were people who, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was ugly. It was, it was ugly. But uh, at the end of the day, it was a great show. So. You know, we'll, we'll put up with some shit for a great show. 
not a good show. We'll put up with some shit for a great show. And it was a great social so show. So shout out to uh, Power Factor for that. Um, what else is going on, man? That's that's really it for, for local shit. Um, but we're going to get into these stories because that's what we do here. I guarantee you today's show is not going to be as long as other shows because it's just me today. So shit, I don't need to take a break. I don't need to um, go pee. I might need to go pee. I don't know yet. I've been drinking water today. My life, man. We'll see. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh, shit, you know what? Hold on. I'm not even going to over uh, gloss over this shit. I was dope as shit last night. I left Lion's Den, and there are days, like Nate will tell you, anybody who knows me will tell you, there are days when you can tell, I can tell, that I am hosting because I'm getting a check. I don't give a shit about the artist. I don't give a shit about the event. I don't give a shit about nothing that's going on. They cut me a check, so I'm going to host. There are days that that exists, and on those days, I'm sorry. But there are days when I'm having fun hosting, and I realize that's usually when it's chaos, which is fucked up, right? Um, but I thrive in those spaces of chaos, and last night in the middle of the chaos, I was fucking amazing. Shout out to me. Beep, 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 beep. Yep, I did that. I did that with my mouth. That, yep, that's what it was. Shout out to me, man. Uh, I killed it last night, and I ain't even trying to fake humility. Like, I'm not. I was dope as fuck last night. And then I left there and went over to uh, Bentley's, where EJ used to manage, because um, my man T-Rock was spinning. And as soon as I walked in the door, T-Rock gave me a hug and handed me a microphone and was like, Paul, do this. And I was like, beep, 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 beep. yep, did it again. Rock that shit. So shout out to me, man. I had a good night last night, um, but I'm old, so I've been tired all goddamn day. Yeah, all day. I've been tired all day. Um, so yeah, that's that's a thing. Um, but let's get into it, man. I want to talk about some of these stories. It is Black History Month. We had a few Black History stories, and I was like, you know what? I want to discuss these um, with Face, who didn't show up today. Um, I hope he's okay. Like, all of these jokes die if something happened and he's not okay. Um, yeah, these jokes suck if he's not okay. But if he's okay, yeah. Shout out to Face for being not, I mean, being okay and not here. Um, anyway, let's get it started. The, uh... It's Black History Month, and it's a lot of foul bullshit going on during Black History Month, which is crazy because this is the shortest month of the year. You would think niggas would know to not be racist or not do shit to make shit racist. Um, biggest story. One of the big stories that's going on right now is uh, what well, was uh, last week. Uh, Shakari Richardson, uh, track, NB, uh, track, what does she run? She run a 100 track star. I don't know, star. Track athlete, yeah, do we, is she a star? I don't know if she's a star. Uh, Shakari Richardson uh, was complaining because she tested positive for marijuana shortly before the Olympics, and the IOC ruled that Shakari Richardson could not run, like she had to serve a suspension, and that suspension would have made her miss the one event that she was definitely supposed to run in, as well as a couple of other events um, that, no, the one event that she was definitely supposed to run in, she was going to miss, but she would be allowed to run in other events if the U.S. Uh, Olympic 
committee decided to let her run in those other events, but that one event that she was supposed to run in, which I think was the 100, um, she was going to miss because of the day that it fell, fell at the end of her um, suspension period. So Shakari was upset because Winter Olympics just finished or are happening. I don't know. I ain't watched shit on the Winter Olympics. But the Winter Olympics just finished. And in the Winter Olympics, there was uh, a young Russian girl, a 15-year-old Russian girl whose name I don't know. Um, so we're going to call her Ivanka because that's Russian. Um, but the 15-year-old Russian girl was um, tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug. Now, Shakari tested positive for weed, which is not a performance-enhancing drug. This 15-year-old girl tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug, and the IOC had a decision to make. And so Shakari, along with a few other, you know, pro-righteous black people, started saying that this is racism. They let this young girl participate because she's white, and they didn't let Shakari participate because she's black. And the Olympic Committee has um, shown their racism once again because they didn't let the black girl run, but they let the white girl do her gym shit. And I want to say on the record, man, that's bullshit. I'm tired of black folks calling everything racist when it don't be, it ain't always got to be racist. Sometimes it's just facts. Like, sometimes shit don't be racist. It just be shit. Like, if you look at the story, if you look at the rules, the reason that 15-year-old girl was allowed to compete was because of her age and the fact that the drugs that she was taking weren't consensual. She's 15, so she was given that shit without her consent. She didn't have a choice in if she wanted to take these PEDs or not. They gave her that shit, and she took it. And as a 15-year-old, she couldn't protest. And so the IOC says there is an age cutoff. And if you are below this age cutoff, we don't hold you accountable for shit that you do because you don't have a say-so. Shakari was 19, smoked weed. The IOC said you were old enough to know better. And you were old enough to know better. Granted, Shakari was dealing with the fact that her biological mother, she had just found out from a reporter that her biological mother was killed. Like, she didn't know. And then a reporter was like, hey, how do you feel about your biological mother dying? Because reporters be bullshit. And Shakari was like, what? And then went and got high. That sucks. In her getting high, she got kicked off the, no, she was not allowed to compete. That sucks. That shit ain't racism, though, man. Like, we keep calling shit racism, and it don't be racism. I'm going to say this right now. Just because a white person does not like a black person does not mean that they don't like black people. Like, you cannot like a single individual of color and, and say, look, I don't like that black person. I don't mean you don't like black people. That just means you don't like that black person. Who was it, buddy? Um, I always say this about uh, Donald Sterling. Like, granted, Donald Sterling was a fucking racist, is a racist. Donald Sterling is racist. Like, I ain't, he did some fuck shit with his apartment complex where he didn't want blacks living in certain neighborhoods in his building, shit like that. Look, Donald Sterling, racist. However, Donald Sterling not wanting his girlfriend to fuck Magic Johnson does not make Donald Sterling racist. I don't want my girlfriend fucking Magic Johnson either. Just because of, you know, that um, thing he got. 
And I'm not talking about black penis. That other thing he got. Yeah, you know the thing. Which is weird, because he got it, but his wife don't got it. We ain't going to talk about it. I ain't going to give y'all my... I ain't gonna give y'all my Magic Johnson don't have AIDS theory again, but Magic Johnson don't got AIDS, goddammit. Anyway, just because a black person, just because a white person does not like a black person, that does not mean that that white person is racist. Maybe they just don't like that individual black person. And I'm tired of black people screaming racism every time there's a situation involving a black and a white person. Like, I don't, granted, I don't know her. I don't know her at all. Um, never met her in my life. Uh, I don't think that Amber Geiger, you know her name, the chick, the uh, cop who shot both of them, John, I don't think Amber Geiger was racist. I don't think she was racist. Now, once again, I don't know her, but I don't think she was racist. What I think is she was stupid and she was fucking with a married dude and sometimes when women be fucking with married dudes, you know. Oh, my bad. Sometimes, when you know, or just in general, like, you, you know, you, you fucking with your dude, you ain't paying attention. You fucking with your gal, you ain't paying attention. She literally was not paying attention and walked into the wrong house and then was startled and shot the guy. Now, I'm not saying she's innocent of anything. I'm not saying she... Sh she should have gone to jail. She, everything was a failure on her part. She wasn't paying attention. She shot a guy. That don't make her racist. That just means she was stupid. But I've made this point several times on this show and to anybody that listen. Like, I'm quick to be like, yo, just quit calling shit racist just because it's a black person involved with a white person or vice versa. Like, that shit don't be racist. It just be stupidity. But... Shout out to Black History Month, man. That's where we are in the month of black history. Um, during Black History Month, an Indiana school decided that they, <laughs> this is crazy, a school in Indiana decided that they were going to opt out of Black History Month, which I don't, I, I guess you could do that. I mean, it's a thing, right? You can decide, yo, um, uh, I guess you don't want to celebrate, you don't want to celebrate. An Indiana, an Indiana elementary school offered parents the option to opt out of their children's Black History Month lesson. Uh, the district responded saying children are able to opt out. This move comes as GOP legislation across the country work to legislate education and people are concerned about the idea of critical race theory. So this Indiana school... I was trying to see where it was located. In Nineveh, Nineveh, Indiana, announced that um, in a letter sent to parents earlier this month, a counselor for whatever the school is in Nivea announced that he would be visiting classrooms, teaching lessons related to equality, caring, and understanding differences in honor of both Valentine's Day and Black History Month. Because, of course, those things are the same. But at the bottom of the form, parents were, parents were sent to form. At the bottom of the form, parents were given the option to check the box, denying their child permission to receive the lesson. The school is 97% white. And according to then this letter hit Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, and started circulating. Um, it doesn't say 
uh, that how many people opted out. Um, to be clear, our district does not permit students to opt out of history lessons, including ones based in historical injustices, is what their um, school district said. They were just saying that this particular lesson kids could opt out of. Either way, we are in a weird space where white America is now being forced. I just realized I was pushing this chair away. White America is now being forced to reckon with the their past. And it's his was bananas. White America's been told, yo, y'all gotta answer for this this bullshit and white america wants to hold up this lens and say we want to go after individuals for shit that they did in the past but we don't want to be held collectively for shit that that got us to where we are so white america is trying to get rid of the concept of critical race theory but deeper than that they're trying to get rid of the idea that white america was bad to Native Americans, bad to Japanese Americans, bad to um, Mexican Americans, bad to African Americans, Negroes or blacks or whatever. It, white America's trying to run from the fact that they have been shitty because now we getting, like we calling them out on their shittiness in a way that is starting to hold their feet to the fire and they don't like it, which is hilarious because on an individual level, they want to hold everybody's feet to the fire, right? Like, they want to make people stand up for the bullshit, and I'm like, but y'all don't want to stand up collectively for the bullshit that y'all been putting people through. Um, when I saw the story, I immediately thought, I don't see this as anything out of the norm. Like, they want people to, they want slavery to be discussed in a way where it doesn't make white America looks bad, look bad. They want the trail of tears to be discussed in a way where it doesn't make white America look bad. Like you, for some reason, there's this idea that you can be, that you can't speak out against America and still be pro-America. And that to me is nuts because you can be pro me and still tell me I'm wrong. Cause I'd be wrong sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I'd be wrong. I don't know. I guess I'd be wrong. Um, another weird shit, weird shit that happened during Black History Month was a daycare on some fuck shit had their students um, make blackface masks, which I didn't even know that that was still like a thing. But this uh, daycare, I'm trying to find out wh where this daycare was located. Uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> Shout out to Massachusetts. Uh, Massachusetts daycare used blackface for Black History Month activity. This is a goddamn daycare. Like, this is daycare. These kids were daycare age. They weren't even old enough to really know shit. They just, look, you teach daycare kids about Martin Luther King and call it a day. You can. And the truth is, you can do it twice. Teach him about Martin Luther King in January for his birthday, and then all of February, and that shit's black history. But this school <laughs> in um, this IC Kids Montessori uh, 
had a group activity where they had all of the kids um, make these masks, and they were um, basically really black faces. The kids only had one color, so they colored all the masks black, cut out holes for the eyes and mouth, and then rocked that shit. Like, I don't even know what to say about this. Like, at some point, there, Nate and I have had this conversation um, about in the effort to do better, we have to allow for some missteps, but some of these missteps be, let's be real, some of these missteps are steeped in lack of knowing, but some of these shits is just ignorant as hell. Like, there, there's nothing good about blackface. There's no way you can ever tell me, oh, blackface was... um. My bad. There's no way you can ever t find a space where blackface or minstrel shows was good. Like you telling me that fried chicken for blacks is a good thing or saying, hey, we're going to do a uh, for Black History Month. We serving fried chicken and watermelon. I can sell you on the ideology that there was a time in America where blacks gained real wealth from selling chickens and watermelon chickens was the one livestock that didn't take a lot of space. Watermelon was the one um, thing that blacks could sell where they didn't need a lot of space for farming and harvesting. They could sell watermelon, and it was there are stories you can see in, in history where watermelon and chicken were really our path to wealth in the South. I'm, I'm with that all day long. Serve chicken and watermelon and tell that story. The flip side of it is, there ain't no way you can make blackface a positive thing. Like, no way at all. This daycare in Massachusetts, Massachusetts was like, yo, this is what we gonna do, and this is, but we didn't mean it to be racist. No, nigga. Somebody didn't know no better, but you were still stupid. Like, right? Like, somebody didn't know no better, but goddamn it, you're an idiot. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, um, shout out to whatever the shit is I'm drinking. I'm thirsty as hell. Um, so yeah, that that was that was the fun of, of people being stupid. Speaking of daycare, speaking of daycare, um, daycare in Florida, man. A uh, mother shows up at the daycare in Florida at six twenty-five, I think, p.m. If I'm not mistaken. Um, daycare closes at six o'clock. The mother showed up at six twenty something to pick up her kids. She put, showed up at six twenty. Daycare closes at six. Mother showed up at six twenty to pick up her kid. When she gets there, the daycare is closed. The lights are turned off. Everybody is gone home, and she peeps inside the window. And sees her kid. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. This is fucked up. And sees her kid still inside the goddamn daycare, man. <laughs> daycare workers left and was like, hey, <laughs> they my kid. Mother is now claiming a Florida mom says her daughter was super traumatized. First of all, fuck super traumatized. You're either traumatized or you're not. A mother claims her daughter was super traumatized 
after the two-year-old was left in daycare that it closed for the night. Um, she went to pick up her daughter. Daycare was locked. I'm going uh, I'm to say this. I'm going to be dead ass when I say this. That's her fault, man. That's that's 100% her fault. She knew that goddamn daycare closed at 6. Why wasn't she there at 6 o'clock? Them daycare workers want to go home just like the next person. They don't want to... Niggas don't want to be at work longer than they have to be at work. So in this case, she decided. She decided. Yo, I'm, I'm showing up late, but y'all need to be here. Like, no, the fuck we don't. Now, granted, they should have took the baby somewhere else. Maybe gave the baby to the police. Or, I don't know, whatever you do with random babies when you find them. They should have did something with the baby. But the baby was in a safe place. It was locked inside the daycare. Like, and at two, I'm thinking, a two-year-old, how much trouble? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't remember. Like, a two-year-old still shitting on themselves? I don't know. I, I don't know if babies are still shitting on themselves at two. But it's, a baby still in diapers at two? Huh. I don't I don't really remember if babies are still in diapers at two years. What time is, at what point do diapers stop being a thing? Anyway, yeah. So in this, uh, I don't know, man. Story says Florida mom, and I immediately was like, oh, she at fault. And I'm right. She is at fault. Like, there's no way this Florida mom was, I mean, should have been late, first of all, without calling. Like, this your kid. I have had him. Granted, my kids are older shit now. But I've had, you, you put your kid in daycare, you know the rules. If the daycare closes at 6 and you're not there at 6, they start charging you some stupid rate uh, every 10 minutes or every minute over. It's like an extra $50 or some shit. Uh, but at some point, niggas want to go home. This mom was like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm just going to stay and hang out or whatever, whatever shit. They left the kid inside. So mm. now um, the report does say that there was another mom who had come uh, or somebody had come to pick their kid up uh, about 10 minutes earlier. And they say that the little child was up and running around. So it wasn't like the child was asleep. The child was like active at 610. So somebody should have known the kid was there at 610. And then at 620, the mama showed up and niggas had gone home. Like, I don't know. I, eh, I'm, I'm still going to put this on the mama. You should have called or you should have notified somebody that you were running late. You didn't notify nobody, so your kid got stuck in daycare. I bet you that shit won't happen again. Um, I am going to take a quick break because I do got to pee. I've been drinking water. I'm going to take a quick break. I will be right back. <laughs> We are back. Hey, crazy shit. Show is not sponsored by anybody. Crazy shit. I go take a break. I go grab, I go hit the restroom, and I hear yelling. For those of y'all who don't know, we record a horribly good guy at the studios that is also my residence. And so uh, every now and then, hood shit happens because I live in the hood. I love my neighborhood. You cannot talk shit 
about where I live because I love where I live. But here's what I'm going to tell y'all. Every now and then, some hood shit happens. And today, some hood shit happened. Um, I don't know. I heard yelling. So I was like, what the fuck? I go outside, and my neighbors are fighting. Like, out in the street. They are literally fighting. There's a whole fight in the middle of the street. And one lady tells her husband, you wasn't shit when I got you. Uh, I'm a whole bad bitch. And I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I know some very high caliber women, some women with degrees, some women with uh, jobs, uh, great jobs, uh, some women with um, with businesses and and some women with a lot of major important things going on in their life. And they may refer to themselves in certain ways amongst friends, but none of them have ever yelled at a man that I am a bad bitch. And so from this point forward, I want all of my friends to only refer to themselves as bad bitches. Or I'm going to ignore your greatness. If your greatness does not allow you to be a bad bitch at all times, I'm going to ignore your greatness. I need your, look, from this. I need your greatness to be bad bitch greatness. That's all I know. I'm not recognizing anything else. I don't care how many degrees you got. I don't care how much business you since you have. I don't care if you are the CEO of CEOs. If you can't stand in the middle of the street and tell a nigga that I'm a bad bitch when you are built like a box of cereal, then I don't believe you. I don't believe you. In the words of Jay-Z, you need more people, man. You definitely need more people. So shout out to Shorty and her bad bitchness. And also fuck her because she is built like a box of cereal. Um, and fuck her for real. That's the name I can't stand. So I don't give a shit. Anyway, let's jump right back into it, man. We, um, a couple of things I, I did want to hit on. And like I said, I'm not going to, this, this ain't going to be a long show because, shit, I ain't got nobody to banter with but y'all. So I'm just talking to y'all all day. Um, we don't talk, uh, music a lot here, but I did see that, uh, Kanye West is only releasing his app via some stem player and you got to pay $200 for the stem player to get the app. And I don't know who's going to tell Kanye West this, but bootlegging is still real. And I guarantee you, if I want the album, I can get it because, you know. Bootlegging is still real. Also, um, and that's really it, man. The Kanye is like it's a lot of shit going on with Kanye right now and Kim, and because of it, Kanye's putting out really good music to which I stand by the side of Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians are the problem. I'm gonna just say it. Like, yeah, when yeah, post Kim, Kanye's putting out some really good music and huh, I'm liking the shit. It ain't nothing wrong with saying that maybe she's trash, right? Like, we keep we keep wanting to beat around the bush, but maybe she's trash. Like, I don't know any other way to say it. Like, maybe she's trash. But let's talk about this. Last um, week in the group chat, I saw something, and I, and I posted it to the group. Uh, and since it's just me here today, I want to discuss it from my perspective, and I don't give a shit. 
there was a, a post that popped up that said, which one of these things is illegal? You know what? Nah, Mecca will be here next week. I'm actually going to save that. Me and Mecca will talk about that next week. I, I, as I started, I was like, you know what? This doesn't have a sense of urgency, and I would like to have this conversation with somebody. Mecca will be here next week, so me and Mecca will talk about that next week. Uh, I do want to talk about this. A Los Angeles, um, Los Angeles, a Louisiana uh, teacher pled guilty to lacing her students' cupcakes with her ex-husband's sperm. A Louisiana teacher has pled guilty to horrific crimes against children and admitted to serving students cupcakes that contain sperm from her ex-husband who is also awaiting trial for his own sex crimes. Cynthia Perkins, now 36, uh, agreed to plead guilty and testify against her uh, 44-year-old former Livingston Parish Sheriff's Officer SWAT member Dennis Perkins who is also charged with a bunch of bullshit um, against children. Cynthia was a junior high teacher until she resigned after police raided the couple's home. They immediately found that, uh, oh, they fired Perkins. Uh, skip, skip, skip. Um, long story short, the couple had been initially charged on 60 counts of production of child porn, rape, and other crimes. Blah, 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 blah. She pled guilty to second-degree rape, producing child porn, conspiracy of mingling, a harmful substance, mingling of harmful substances. Uh, I guess that's the thing. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. How sick and depraved do you have to be to put sperm in cupcakes? For kids. Now be clear. I'm being real specific on my wording here. How sick do you have to be to put sperm in cupcakes for kids? Goddamn Pepsi. I'm not saying that you can't put sperm in cupcakes. Do what you do, boo-boo. I'm, I'm going to say... There's probably no real place where it should be acceptable, but if I'm mad at somebody, my boss, my coworkers, uh, my girlfriend's daddy, like, you know, if there's a space where I'm mad at somebody, I may do some vindictive shit like, I don't know, bust a nut and some cupcakes, but these are kids. These are goddamn kids. And I have this theory about, like, people always say, ooh, don't, don't send food back. Somebody's going to spit in it. Or, oh, excuse me, goddamn Pepsi. Or they're going to do something to it. Whatever, right? Here's my, my theory. If you do something to my food and I don't know about it, then I'm going to eat it. I'm going to enjoy it. Life is going to go on. And this is going to be some weird victory that you carry in your head that means nothing to me. 
right? Like, I'm not going to know what happened. I'm not going to know, know what existed. I'm not going to know that it was a thing. I'm just going to assume, yo, this was some weird victory. Like, I'm not going to know. I'm never going to know if I don't know. Now, if I know, I'm not going to eat it. So you don't win. So either way, you don't win because I don't know you did the thing. And if the food, if these were delicious cupcakes, these kids ate the cupcakes. It ain't like if you cooked, <laughs> if the sperm was cooked in the cupcakes, then the sperm is dead. And then like they're going to get sick. Oh, shit. No, I don't know that they could get sick. You cook bake cupcakes on 350. Like whatever was in there was dead. It's disgusting. But who, if nobody knows, then is it even an issue? I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh, hold on. Okay, I thought my neighbors was fighting again. Hey, I'd cut this shit short and take this camera outside if these niggas is fighting again. Like, I don't give a shit. Um, anyway, I, uh, I don't know that, that it's, I don't know that anybody wins. Like, I, don't, I can't say that the person wins. Like, they don't win. What, win what? Like, they, they accident. Uh, who knows? If nobody knows, how is that a victory for you? Just you and your husband going to laugh out later. Ooh, them kids ate your sperm cupcakes. Like, I so want to cut this shit short. I so want to cut this shit short. Anyway, um, I'll wait for the cops to show up because they'll show up in a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't see how that's a win. Also, shout out to the goddamn Livingston Police Department um, for having this goddamn pedophile in your ranks. And then somebody swear when I say that cops ain't shit, all of a sudden I'm wrong. Like, clearly, this is a cop. He ain't shit. Fuck the police, except for my brother-in-law. He's a good dude. Um, I don't know if I want to take that back. I may pause on that. Hold, up, hold that thought. My brother-in-law is a good dude, but he's also a cop. So it, it's it's touchy around the, around Thanksgiving is all I know. Um, I'm going to end on this, man. Because uh, I did, like I said, I knew we weren't, I wasn't going to be here long. Um, but I did want to uh, talk about... Uh, a situation and da, 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 let me get the exacts because I don't want to we're not going to talk about that this nigga snitching on himself we're not going to talk about that it was Chicago I want to make sure um, mom of Chicago train robbery suspect recognizes him and drags him to the police station we have talked about this type of story as long as we've been on the air because it's it, it happens right so a suspect sought in a Chicago train robbery, was identified as a Loyola University student, recognized by his own mother, who reportedly dragged him to the police station and turned himself in. Zion Brown, 18-year-old, was charged with armed robbery for stealing about $100 in cash from somebody on the train. Here's the thing. This 18-year-old boy... The Loyola student robbed someone, okay? So let's, that, those are the facts. In him robbing somebody, he got caught on camera. His mama was like, yo, this is my son, and she took him to the police. He's 18. I am going to say this. I've said this before. 
I will turn my son into the cops for petty crimes. So if my son commits a um, theft, burglary, something where it's petty, um, where we can plead out, do a little, you know, do some community service, um, that type of thing, we're going we gonna to work through this. We, we will find a way through this. If my son is being hunted down for some real crime, but it's all real crime, but for some real shit, though, like, like he about to do some real time, I don't know, man. We, we, we going to Mexico. Anyway, here's what's crazy, though, about this whole shit and why I wanted, I wanted to talk about it. Buddy pulled out a handgun, announced it was a robbery, made niggas give up what they had, and when his attorney went before the judge to try to get some level of leniency, the attorney said to the judge, hey, judge, remember when you were a starving college student? (laughs) Remember when you were a starving college student? Take that into consideration before you set bond. Like, Brown, it says right here, his lawyer asked the judge to remember her own days as a hungry college kid in determining bail. Know what the judge said? Fuck you. We holding you without bail. <laughs> you asking this white-ass judge to remember her days as a starving college student? Nigga, please. I actually I don't even know the judge is white. The judge could have been black. You asking this woman judge to remember her days as a starving college student? Nigga, please. <laughs> shit. She don't remember shit as a starving college student, black or white. I guarantee you that. And that is not a way to get out of bail. But that's the way this nigga tried to get out of bail, or his attorney tried to get him out of bail, and the shit didn't work in his favor. Um, yeah. Stupidity at its finest. Shout out to robbing niggas during Black History Month. It is Black History Month, so if you want to rob somebody, do that shit. But get a full mask, man. Don't don't do the don't do the face covering, cause everybody you know covering their face. You got to get a whole ski mask in this bitch if you want to rob somebody. I am not staying here any longer, man. This has been fun. I didn't think I could do a whole show solo. I was able to knock out a decent show solo. Hey, I'm on a roll. Yesterday, I killed it. Today. You know, we doing it. Um, I ain't got shit to announce, but um, we'll be back next week. Mecca Monday in the building. Mecca tried to come back today, and I told her no. Because, um, you know, I don't want to oversaturate y'all with Mecca. Uh, I need y'all to, you know, love her the way y'all been loving her. And um, what else I got? I don't think I got nothing else, man. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Uh, peace out, bitches. Yeah.